Welcome to the NFT Project, a podcast where we explore the world of NFTs, decentralized technology, the blockchain, and all things related to the future of music. We're your hosts, Boy King Koi and Project DJ. On the podcast, we'll be highlighting projects we love, insights we've gained from others, as well as sharing what we've learned from running Project DJ. So join us every week as we find out how these blockchain technologies will shape the future of music and the world around us. This is the The NFT NFT Project. Project. Hello and welcome back to the Music NFT Podcast. It's so beautiful to say. Uh, I don't know why we weren't called something along the lines of this originally, but I think we kind of wanted to have the ability to branch out, but then we just ended up wanting to talk about music nonstop anyway. So here we are, uh, episode 51 now I believe this will be. No, this will be 49. Bang, bang, bang. This is 49. 49. Okay. Well, we're pre-announcing the Music NFT podcast because really technically we're going to announce it the next episode, but we've already recorded the episode. So hats out the bag. <laughs> we uh, recorded a really cool episode for episode 50, so we mm-hmm. wanted to make it a special one. So a special guest for that one. Um, and I mm-hmm. guess, yeah, um, that'll be uh, that'll be out the week after this one. We look forward to sharing that with you. It was a, such a great uh, conversation and you know, it just, it, it shows number one, how far the podcast has come and number two, how far music NFTs have come in, in I think that 10 month um, period since we've begun. Today, we're going to chat about 0% royalties. It is the hot button. It is everywhere at the moment. Everyone's talking about it. Marketplaces are racing to enable it. Um, I personally was <laughs> were misinformed pre this uh, podcast Jai was giving me a little bit of background and I had taken a stance that was actually ill-informed at the time on, <laughs> on what was happening with 0% royalties. I'm going to pass it over to Jai. He's going to explain a little bit about what's going on uh, and then we're going to have a little discussion around why we think what's, you know, the pros and cons of, of what's happening. Yeah, so I guess for everyone out there who doesn't know what's sort of happening, it's, it has been a little bit more of a Solana um, sort of issue in the ecosystem. Um, so we saw a few marketplaces over the last couple of months come out and they were essentially bypassing the royalty structures, um, essentially doing this by using an escrow wallet to transfer um, in a separate, uh, not not transferring as a sale, which would actually enact the, the royalty percentages, but actually just transferring the wallets and then you know sending the funds and then transferring the NFT to the other wallet. Um, essentially bypassing the sale mechanism in the smart contracts. So um, being able to do that means that there was no royalties being paid on this and a number of marketplaces popped up initially. Um, We saw Magic Eden just recently announced that they've moved to an optional um, creator royalty, meaning that as the purchaser, when you go to their marketplace, you can choose whether or not you pay that royalty or you don't pay that royalty. now. They were seeing their market share go down, so they decided to do this to try and retain market share. Um, you know, it is business, so that's up to them to decide what they do. Um, but today we're going to talk about, you know, is this a good thing? Is this a bad thing? Should, you know, should this be something that's honoured? Um, you know, should all marketplaces be made to do this? I don't know how we can make them do this, um, but, you know, should, should it be something that we as a community try and enforce? And I suppose, what are our thoughts on what could happen? Uh, some potential, you know, problems, you know, the cons, the pros, um, and then maybe what could happen in the future. Um, 
So, I mean, this is a really big topic. There's so many angles to come at it from. Um, but I guess as someone myself uh, who's, you know, working within a project, um, I guess that's a good place to start um, for founders, creators, and I suppose even musicians, because this is something that could potentially affect, um, you know, musicians when we look to, um, to create our own music NFTs. Will those royalties, those creator royalties that we talk about that everyone loves as creators, will they be able, will that be something in the future that still exists? Um, and so I think that's the question that we're all trying to answer right now. We don't, no one really knows the answer to that. Um, but, you know, as a project that's built off paying royalties to creators who have contributed to our project of Pixel Bands, um, that's something that we now have to look at and assess how we do, particularly our next mint that's coming up, you know, do we have to actually now increase our mint price and pay out artists initially to give them some kind of revenue that's guaranteed? Um, and then because potentially well, how much, they may not. Sorry to just interject here. Yeah. How, how many, I know you've done the numbers previously, how much uh, in royalties have you guys paid out um, to date? To yeah, so, yeah, so so to the, to the people who contributed to the Gen 1, um, you know, the Gen 1 uh, collection at Pixel Bands. There was about 70 artists. We've distributed about, well, we, we, we estimate it's about $80,000. Um, you know, it obviously Massive. gets sent. Yeah, it gets sent in Seoul, obviously, and it's hard-coded into the wallets, uh, so, sorry, into the smart contracts. That, so, that's, in, that's in less than a year as well. Yeah, that's since Gen year old yet. January. Yeah, yeah, since January. Um, 80,000, so a full-time job between... Uh, you know, the whole collection has been divvied out, which is more than a lot of royalties, as, as I've said a number of times on this podcast, that then a lot of artists would see uh, yeah, in their lifetime. Year. Or yeah. a lifetime, yeah. And that's and that's for eight bar loops. You know, so mm. so this is something that's uh you know, that was an experiment that we did to try and see if we can do this. Can we hard code these wallet addresses into the smart contracts and have those funds distributed to these 70 artists automatically. Mm. Turns out we can, um, and it was, you know, successful. So, um, but now potentially with this next EDM mint that we're doing, we are going to have to rethink our strategy for it. Like we're still going to want to do the, the royalties the way we've done them, but what happens if we then do that, and people don't honor these royalty payments when they when they mm. purchase these NFTs. We don't really... want the artists to be disadvantaged by this because potentially they could, you know, it, we could end up in like a what people would call a Spotify situation where people are getting a really low percentage of money from mm, just the um, same situation. From, yeah, because on Spotify, again. some people don't choose to pay for Spotify, so mm. it's kind of a very similar um, situation, but. Um, like we we want to keep those royalties there because we we feel that that's part of it's almost like making it a point making a stand to say this is one of the major benefits of NFTs uh, especially for artists and creators and musicians um, as that that revenue and that royalty um, and you know I think that's something that you know they artists and creators do probably deserve um, you know they getting their fair share. Yeah, I think it it opens up the the floodgates in a sense as well um after thinking about it literally what in the middle of our conversation here what happens to all the projects that are already on these marketplaces and that are using them as the backbone of of what they've done and as you said like pixel bands where zero percent uh royalties wasn't a thing before 
they came on board to you know and this is the beauty of web3 is that the marketplace can do that and can essentially in some in a lot of cases do whatever they want um and that is good question mark (laughs) exclamation mark you know both of them at once uh but also as businesses and and as operators and and communities that have grown up in web2 this kind of process can be quite confusing uh and distressing for a lot of people because as as you said you spent the last eight months thinking one thing and then something else is now happening and and it you are constantly evolving and it, as you've said uh to me before is now as these marketplaces are evolving it's actually forcing you continuously to set different goalposts and this is happening every couple of weeks at the moment um yeah. especially you know you and i being so close and dealing you know with what you're dealing with the pixel bands uh, people that are collecting nfts aren't seeing all this stuff happen you know they're like oh, what you know why are the delays um at least you guys are, are being very vocal and continuing to communicate and making sure that your community at large knows but others are not and but you can tell why you know there's just so much so many layers to what's what's happening in the space and and this zero percent royalties is making it very confusing i think um because the, the major benefit that we all believe in, we've promoted it a hundred times in this podcast is creator royalties. Like to be able to create something and know that for the rest of life, for the rest of the, the, the life of the internet, the life of the metaverse, you will receive money in your account for any secondary sales. Um, and to put that in the, on the onus of, and in a sense, it's kind of hard to put it in the customer's hand as well you you kind of you're getting that dirty feeling like when you pass someone you that is asking for money to you know donate to to red cross donate to this you're walking past them and you're like i just don't have money on me at the moment that feeling that you get and you know bad people might not get this but i guarantee you 90 percent of humanity gets yeah. this slight twinge where they, they go oh god i wish i had a little bit of money on me so i could give it to them or i was in a better situation um i think if I was in that situation, I wouldn't select 0%. Um, but because of that feeling, because it's like it's not going to affect where what I believe is going to happen. It's just the royalties are going to go somewhere. Um, it's still You're still paying the same amount of money, correct, or, or no? Well, no, you would you would pay less. Yeah. That goes less. Yeah. Okay, well, so you then, yeah, you that, that does change the dynamic the as well. The percentage, yeah. So um, essentially what happens is now all of the things – listed on magic eden is the price you would pay um and then if you choose to pay the royalty it's an extra amount on top so it would actually be cost so that's how they that's how they switched it up so So instead of yeah yeah, instead of making it appear with the royalty already on it there yeah just showing you the number interesting yeah so yeah that's the way it is at the moment and so i mean there's a few things about this like i feel like for music nfts for artists if you're if you're really using these as a way to build community and a way to get closer to your fans and give benefit to your fans and you're trying to build that relationship with your fans, I think that fans will actually be willing to pay this fee. I, you know, I think if, if you've built that relationship and that community with a fan, I think that they'll be willing to pay the, the, the creator royalty, whatever that royalty percentage is. Hmm. Now, if you're not, that's the, that's the thing. If it's just a collectible, 
it's just something that's you know um and and maybe you are they do want to pay it just to support the artists because they understand how it works but you know for these other projects that really maybe don't do anything um you know something like you know let's just use CryptoPunks for example i know they get ip rights now but in the past there hasn't actually been anything you could do with them right they didn't give you any utility or anything like that it was literally just the the asset itself and so in a case like that i sort of question whether maybe that you know a zero percent royalty is something that that could be possible for those kind of a projects um but projects that you're getting something that you're getting a benefit you're getting something back that's where i sort of see you know that that you've got to look at the nft as a different thing one likes to to compare nfts to things like it's an asset like a share like a share in a company but a lot of NFTs are also a membership. They're a membership where you get benefits, you get discounts, you get actual utility, um, you get to use tools, these kinds of things. And in the traditional world, a membership has a membership fee that you pay regularly. Well, if you're buying it outright, where's that money for that fee coming from? There's no place that that, that revenue is coming from to be able to support the use development and um and you know supporting the ongoing you know access mm. to these tools so my my question is then that in my mind that's what that creative royalty is when you sell it potentially for a profit mm. that money that goes back then to the creator or the project is what is used to continually develop Further, to continually yeah. use you know even just to keep you know the hosting for for the stuff you know people don't think about all the costs that are involved in a project like there are multiple costs just in in any business just to run it. Yeah, Where I does think, that money come from? You know? I think I think just for our like me personally from my businesses is about five hundred dollars in in website domains addresses hosting etc that goes out a year, um, and that you know that's just one thing. Let alone yeah. anything else that I'm we're subscribed to. Uh, yeah, exactly. The the interesting thing that, and I think I made a comment, passing comment to you about it, was to back up what you just said. Was Utes uh, coming out and saying that they weren't going to do? They were doing zero percent credit royalties, and everyone just not understanding it, like doing saying what you said, which is like, okay, well, where's the project going to go then? If you know, obviously you can go out and get funding, but just keep a bit of the royal credit royalties so you can go and make. You know, so we know that there's influx. So we know we're not worried about whether the project's going to have any money. We know there's some money there, and that we can, then we can follow that up and make sure that there's something happening and that there's a, a DAO being established more so than wondering whether the group is good enough to go and get, you know, some sort of angel investor. Yeah, and I think for big projects like that, like like Utes and D Gods. They've sort of come out and said they're going to move to zero percent royalties. Hmm. That's fine. These projects have are already like at the top. Got a war they, chest, yeah. <laughs> they've got a war chest of money. They've gone out and they've even got extra investment, so they can now use that money to build out revenue streams that will bring hmm. them money in to be able to be sustainable. A lot of projects at the moment are essentially startups, so they need that those royalties there to continually you know, be able to develop things and pay for things so that they can, you know, get to the point where they've built something great that, you know, people are willing to pay for or, you know, willing to to 
investors are willing to invest um, or they've built a revenue stream to be able to bring in money. If you haven't done that yet as a project, then you know it can it it can be difficult to be able to you know what are you going to do? Are you going to continually keep minting more NFTs to be able to get more funding? Like that's not sustainable. You can't you can't continually do that forever. So it's like it's a weird position, um, you know, for for the it's weird to for people to because people now point to Utes and D gods in the Solana community and say, well, look, they've gone to zero percent royalties, and that's yeah, it's tough to do that. Is is very disingenuous to the whole space to say to compare them to a lot of other projects. They've yeah, got a like, heap of money. It's like it. pointing at board ape for Ethereum holders, like you know, yeah, pointing at board ape, board ape or doodles and saying, well, you know, they've got zero percent credit royalties, and it's like, well, doodles just cop fifty million dollars worth of funding. Board ape's yeah. probably sitting on another $200 million of funding between different, like it's metaverse stuff, just board ape stuff, et cetera. They've been already valued at a billion dollars. So it's like, you can't, you can't compare those two to any other project in, on Ethereum. Yeah, it's uh, like, com- it's like comparing like Apple or Amazon to a mum <laughs> and pop and startup shop. store. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of thing. It's not, it doesn't really work. Um, so just, just because you're a business doesn't mean you're that kind of, you're the same business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So, you know, I think it, it is a, it is a dangerous situation we could find ourselves in where the norm becomes a 0% royalties within the NFT world. And then musicians and creators, the main selling point, like we said earlier, is that well, one of the main selling points is that you can have these extra royalties, these extra, you know, this ongoing income. Um, from your music and stuff like that so Mm. it 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 puts us in a weird position where we could be different to the other marketplaces now music nfts you know at the moment i believe all the marketplaces that sell them will and will and do enforce the creative royalty so it's not at this stage an issue for music nfts but that doesn't mean that a marketplace couldn't pop up and and decide to do that you know um, so it's it it's something that could lead to this. Now, on the flip side, while we've sort of been saying this is a bad thing and it could be really bad, this could also be a good thing. And people might say, well, what do you mean by that? And, well, this now creates a whole area of innovation that's available for projects, for people in the space to start working on because this wasn't an issue before, so we didn't have to come up with a fix. Now what's happened is we've got all of these people out there trying to figure out how do we, A, enforce this on the blockchain at a blockchain level, not just at a marketplace um, level. So how, do, how can we do this to try and you know, implement that? The other way people are looking at it is how can we maybe blacklist um, or mark onto the NFTs that have been purchased without a creator royalty? Um, and there's a number of projects I've seen mm. pop up that are working on that. And is, is that the right, you know, same thing? Is that the right path to take? Well, who knows? Stage? But it's it's more innovation and it's more, you know, it's mm. more, it's people working on these problems. And, and so maybe it comes to a point where it's, if you pay that creator royalty, you get to use the utility. You get yeah. to stake. So I know that, I know um, some projects I've seen, they're now saying, they're now saying if you've purchased it without the creator royalty and it's mm. marked as that, you won't be able to stake on our staking system platform. It will know, and you when you go to stake to to get your you know to to get your utility coin or 
let's call it a utility coin because that's what it is in inverted mm. commas, um, you know, you won't be able to stake and receive that. So there's all this innovation now that could come from this, which, you know, right now it might seem like it's just fixing a problem that we shouldn't need to fix. But who mm. knows where that could lead? That could lead to some, you know, some innovation that could, you know, obviously innovation is innovation. It's stuff that's new that we haven't thought of, um, we haven't created yet. So while yeah, I see it, what you're saying. It's it definitely going to force people's hand to create some stuff it. that they probably yeah. wouldn't have created before. Exactly. So there is that side of it. I do see that side of it, um, you know, and think to myself, well, this, this could be a good thing. An argument I've seen a lot of people use as well, which is very controversial, is why can't this be something that eventually, and it goes against the whole Web3 thing of having regulation in place that says that marketplaces have to enforce this. So if a marketplace was then to allow people to not use this creator royalty, um, you know, there would actually be legal, um, you know, a legal proceeding that could happen to, you know, to have a, have a case against the marketplace. Now, yeah. obviously that doesn't exist at the moment because that those law structures and regulations don't exist. Um, but that's, that's an idea some people have brought to the table do we bring in the legal system to to you know to to come up with this these laws and regulations that would then mean that, that marketplaces have to do this? That goes against that goes against the whole Web three ESO yeah, ethos. It, um, but but it's 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 something that people have discussed. Zero percent royalties definitely raises the question of centralized versus decentralized very quickly. Yeah. Um, it it wakes the beast up in a new way. Uh, more so than ever, I think, where you it, it's what should be a synergi synergistic relationship between creators and marketplaces is now creating a, a, a war and a battle between the two. Um, you know, marketplaces are trying to only care about the purchaser, but really they're nothing without the creator. And really they should have the creator in mind first before anyone else. Um, I understand that the purchase that you know the marketplaces essentially need you know, are making money from the fans and need to make them as happy as possible to continue to make make, make money off them but yeah again you can't there's no chicken without the egg uh so you can't make a marketplace without anyone uploading to it so it's something that uh i think magic eden probably didn't think long and hard enough about most likely just from how quickly i saw it happen you know, you know, thirty-day period's really not enough time to weigh the pros and cons of anything in a in a major business. And they don't get me wrong; they're a major business in this space. Like, yeah. if if you're con considered in the top four to five marketplaces in NFTs, you're talking about millions of dollars. Yeah. Um, so I think that it's something they probably rushed rushed into a little bit too quickly, and, and definitely. Uh, need to address the concerns of creators. And, and I think it's going to continue, as you said, to be an issue for everyone that, that they're going to have to figure out these new and fantastical ways. I, you know, and it's inspiring that it will do that. It'll create those people finding the rabbit hole that they can go down to, to in a sense, as you said, blacklist the, the people, but hopefully it doesn't end up in a bad way 
down 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 that alley with people like burning nfts that don't have creative royalties paid or anything like that but it'll definitely be interesting for sure and i think the the thing that for me was is is a little bit i suppose disappointing is the word is that you know usually it's when you have you know competition between people it breeds it makes things better different yeah people create points of difference instead of and it makes same but but it makes people you know it makes you come up with better ideas you Mm. come up with more innovation but this is kind of this feels like a race to the bottom kind of yeah it's uh and you know it's 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 also strange because if you've minted with with um with magic eden on their launch pad you've signed a contract with them to give them a percent of creator royalties so how does that work if Mm. you've signed a contract with them the contract now moot yeah well i don't know i don't know I don't know how it works. Um, you know, we, we've got to figure that out. Um, mm. It's also new and, and recent, you know, so um, it's definitely something that, you know, is going to be very interesting to see what happens. Um, I don't really have all the answers, but um, I know that one thing that we're adamant about at Pixel Bands is that we will pay the artists, um, you know, that, that have contributed to our EDM mint, um, our collection, you know, it, whether we have to, increase the mint price slightly and pay out the artists from some of the mint um, just so we know that they're going to be paid um, mm. as a, and still keep that creator royalty in there where this is, you know, none of this is set in stone because we're obviously trying to figure out what to do here, <laughs> um, but keep that creator royalty, but then also pay the artists up front to say if worse comes to worse and people don't pay for these, they don't play, pay the creator royalty. There's no fix. We do go to a 0%. We don't want you to have contributed and not receive anything because that just doesn't seem right. Well, it's against what the whole, you know, your whole brand's the whole project. Upon. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it was initially. What what it was, you know, designed to do. Can we do this? Yeah, reward um, artists for work. Yeah, um, build a new ecosystem essentially. But you know, when it comes to music, like I said before, I feel like. If you're a fan and you're actually a fan of that musician, you're invested in their career and that you know what they're doing, you will be happy to pay that fee. Hundred percent. You, if you're not, if you're just uh, someone who's looking to flip and and make a quick buck and you don't give a shit about the artist, maybe that's a different case. And maybe, maybe this you know that the other thing is that this could create more rugs. If someone does a mint now. And there's no creator fees. How are they incentivized to keep building anything? What's mm. what? What is now incentivizing them to continue to increase the floor price, to continue to build and and do more things for the project? You know, will we see more rugs? Will we see more slow rugs happening quicker? You know, it, it's mm. it's something now that it makes it more difficult for these projects to be able to figure out. You, I think you. And maybe that's a good thing. Maybe it means that projects will really have to have a really solid plan before they go in and, and actually start a project. Maybe we'll, you know, we'll see less projects and more thoughtful uh, projects and business models and more thoughtful investing and, and purchasing. Um, but you know, that's not going to bring a lot more people in quickly. Um, you know, that's going gonna, gonna to slow things down. Um, so, you know, it's, it's definitely taken a hit to the entire sort of Solana ecosystem. That's for sure. Um, 
a lot of you know a lot of things have, have gone down since then um and yeah it's it's pretty um it's pretty rough out there for a lot of people so yeah, yeah it's gonna yeah, be interesting it's been like on the week that we're recording this it's definitely been a, a major down week uh for nfts overall um with the positivity was was rampant probably the last couple of weeks beforehand before this week and then I think these discussions, along with a couple other things happening, uh, have really ruined the mood. <laughs> yeah. Such a downer, guys. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's it's been great to discuss. Get it? I, I think you know, and it, that's why we started the podcast is so we can share our thoughts and and share what we're learning along at the time. And this this zero percent royalties game is as big a surprise to us as it is to you, you guys out there. You know, like it it doesn't quite make sense but in web3 it does it's like anything can happen and that's the beauty of it but also the mystery but also the pain um of the of the whole space you where everyone is still learning and finding out what to do and feeling like and i suppose in the case of magic eden or other marketplaces feeling like they've got to move first and quickest and strongest and act that way so that way that they can be the leader at the time. And then it's like that that street fight in a sense of everyone going, no, like we're here, we're there. Like, oh, quick. You know, everyone's trying to react quickly. When I think a few of these projects, a few of these marketplaces could take a lesson and be show a bit more patience. And um, you know, Magic in, I lost lost a bit of market share. Cool. You know, just <laughs> chill out. You still got volume. You know the and the whole NFT market's down, so just take your licks and figure out new things to do and find new engaging projects for your platform more so than necessarily just looking at zero percent credit royalties and thinking that's going to be the the be all end all. Imagine this. Imagine if they came out and said, "We we're losing market share. We know that the right thing to do is to keep and enforce these creator royalties." We're going to stick by the creators and we're going to keep these royalties and we're going to work on a way to help projects that are, that are, you know, using this money. Yeah. Yeah. Using this money. We're going to help, you know, we're going to help projects and come up with the innovation to figure out that zero, zero percent royalty issue from Mm. the other marketplaces. How can you blacklist those NFTs? How can you, you know, how can you, you know, do this on that level, but stand by the creators at the same, you know, at the same Mm. time. And, you know, I, I feel that, you know, you would have so much more support from the creators. And like you said, you need the creators, you need the projects to be able to, you know, to support you. I think the space is, is what it's missing at the moment and what it needs needs to get to is there needs to be more open format discussions. Yeah. Uh, you know, in, in the case of Magic Eden, you've got how many projects on the platform? <laughs> You know, thousands, sure. yeah. <laughs> at they least hundreds. They, spoke, they said they spoke to fifty projects about mm. it. Um, yeah, but there's, where there's are those no, recordings? What are those conversations like? No, yeah, I yeah. don't even know what projects they were. It wasn't our project, that's for sure. Yeah, so, so you know what I mean. Like it, it, it feels like we're still stuck with Web two mentality more so than moving into a space that's collaborative, which is what Web three should be about. Um, you know, telling the market you spoke to 50 projects is like me, my daughter, who's three years old, 
telling me that she hasn't eaten chicken nuggets and chips yesterday, even though I know that she has. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, we spoke to, 50, you know, well, we spoke to 50 projects. 50 exactly. Did you speak to 50 exactly? Well, why 50? What's 50 mean to you? Well, who were the projects? What did you discuss? What were the questions you asked? Will these projects you know, come out help? back you? Will because, if, pro- you know, like. Yeah, will all those projects come and publicly back, the ones that backed you and believe that it was 0% credit royalties is a thing, will they come and publicly back you? Where is this information? Because this is what NFTs are about, is about yeah. having that data, having that information. So when when you're sharing it <laughs> and when you come out and say this, you are fully backed by a, by a, a mature market that goes, see, these are the reasons why, not just, we believe that the community feels like this is the right thing. And that's the only announcement that they've had. Yeah. Where's the rest of it? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're planning to announce that, mm. um, but, you know, I, I don't know. But, but um, that, that'll look like a Band-Aid, you know what I mean? Like opposed to what I've just said, which is open source conversations, information available to the public where they've like, we felt like this was a thing, so we took action. That's a point. Thank you. Thank you for seeing that the market move. You've made you've made a move and you've taken action. We decided that these fifty projects were the projects that we should speak to because we felt like it covered this, you know, all of these markets that we felt would be affected and and would, yeah. we felt like they were the, you know, whether they're the biggest or whether they were different genres or um, different types, we brought them all in. These are the questions that we felt were necessary to be asked. It's just. You just feel like you're in corporate America again, yeah. and when stuff like this happens, and and there's no information to back it up, other than other than we felt like our consumers would want this a Twitter thread. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> very. It is very Web three, but you know, yeah, we need to we need to be better than this. Yeah, we need to want more than this. Yeah, so I think that's and that's you know that's deflated a little. That's like we said, it's deflated the market a little bit. Everyone's thought. Well, if this is where things are headed, um, you know, like how do you like two sides of the coin? Maybe it'll mean that projects will have more rugs, like I said, or slow rugs and can't be sustainable. But maybe it'll mean that people will only invest in good projects or only good projects come along that actually have a chance. So maybe that's a good thing. Maybe we get rid of a heap of the old bad projects because they know that they can't do it long-term and sustain it. So they're not just going to go for that cash grab. Yeah, they can't get that good month of volume that's going to, you know, net that 500K and then another 500K off the back of volume, you know. So, yeah, it's going to play out and we'll be here to talk to you guys about it, basically. It's going to play out the way it will and we'll still be Mm -hmm. here at the end with, uh, you know, with everyone else, uh, whether it's, uh, you know, whether we've all got, Big bags that, or, or no bags. That's yeah. That's what's something we want to say as well. Is like we're we're here. Fifty, you know, it'll be fifty episodes next episode. Uh, because we believe in the space, we're not going to leave. Um, we haven't left yet. We could have left, really, to be honest. Um, but that's not what we're about. We're here to help you guys find a path through all of this. Understand what's out there. Understand and. A place where you can be a part of a, a the new creator economy. Find a way to to make money out of the art that you're creating, um, and that's what we're here for, and that's what we'll be here for. And we believe in it so much that 
I think we're, you know, we're just going to be here forever until our lives basically force us to stop, which, which would be pretty difficult, I suppose, because we like, we're, we're all hard workers and like to make time for anything that we're invested in. So we'll be here. So if you're here, we'll be here to talk about it. So make sure to keep, keep an eye on what's going on. If us. nothing else, and everyone's bag goes to zero, and you know, music NFTs don't make millions of dollars for people, and, and it only helps a few people. We'll still be here talking about it because hmm. so. we love the industry. We, we're we're fans, we're collectors, we're avid, you know, music makers like Young Jai here. <laughs> like I said, Young Jai. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> um, and. That's what attracts us to the whole industry, whether it be music NFTs or the, you know, the web to the legacy music industry. We'll be here talking to you about it, weaving our way through it, figuring it all out. So stay tuned, guys. Don't get disheartened by 0% royalties. That's, it's just, it's happened now. There's more to the story for sure. All right. Well, we had a little bit of a technical issue there. Uh, I cut out. Um, I'm not quite sure what Brock said while I was gone. <laughs> Hopefully it was good, but um, I think we'll, <laughs> we'll wrap this one up here. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, you know. I had my eyes closed too, so I was like, I opened them up and you'd gone off the screen. It was so good. That's hilarious. I <laughs> hope it recorded it. But um, for everyone out there, you know, keep your heads up. Um, make sure you go out and tell a friend about the podcast. Wait, make sure you uh, check out the next episode because we had a really great chat. Um, really inspiring. I think changed my mind on a few topics as well. Um, you know, when we talked uh, with this person, some some new ideas, some new ideas, yeah. um, and a, just a really great chat. Particularly love the int- the start um, of how this person got into Web three. So uh, make sure you guys tune in next week. And um, you know, as always, share it around with friends. Give it a rating if you like it, and uh, you know, share it to it. Share it with a friend if you can. So. Um, Thanks for listening, everyone, and um, we'll see you next week. Ciao. If you learned something in today's episode, we'd love for you to leave a review. That's the best way you can support the podcast. Feel free to leave one on whatever podcast app you use, and of course, make sure to share it with a friend.